Welcome to the Top Sports Podcast. Please like and subscribe to the channel if you're listening slash watching on YouTube. You can also find this podcast on Spotify and other podcast platforms. Hi and welcome to episode one of the Top Sports Podcast with me, JK, and my co-host, JT. In this video, we're going to be going over our England Euro squad. We're going to be announcing 26 players that we think will be on that Euro list coming up next week. So, John... If I can uh, get you in on this, what do you uh, what do you think we're going with? Uh, or is there any kind of players on here that you you kind of put on here that you don't think will be in the squad? First of all, yeah, I think I think we should, uh, I think it was we had a slight disagreement, didn't we? Have opinion with uh, Calvin Phillips, wasn't yep. it? Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Definitely, Calvin Phillips was uh, was one of uh, a question. There was, there, to be fair, there's quite a few, and I've actually wrote down a couple more. I know we spoke yesterday about a few things, um, but I've actually wrote a couple more which I want to get your opinion on. But we'll start off with goalkeepers because they're pretty much picking themselves, aren't they? They are. They are. I think uh, I think Pickford Pickford's after an injury sorted his, his form out. Pope's a reliable number two, but then Henderson has threw his hat into that. That is a headache to Southgate, but. I think tournament experience always prevails in that area for me. Yeah, absolutely. And Pitford did really well in the last tournament. We've got to sort of admit that. Um, it's the goal kicks as well. Everyone forgets how dangerous he was on the break with him when we counter-attacking. His goal, his kicking is just phenomenal. The, the amount of yards he gets England up the pitch from a kick is just outstanding. His distribution for everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Pitford's, yeah, Pitford has to be the, the one that will start and, and out of those three. But we, I think Henderson's a good backup, to be fair. I do like Nick Pope, but, you know, I, I do I do like Henderson a little bit more. It's just a, your general sort of shot stopper. But let's, move on, to, let's move on to some defenders, because this is where there's a, a few question marks and a few questions I have. Um, so let's name let's name some of the some of the ones that you think will will be on that on that list. OK. Uh, do you want me to start naming the list? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So we've got Trent Alexander-Arnold. Uh, we've got Kevin Trippier, Kyle Walker, John Stones, Harry Maguire if he's fifth, um, Tyro Mings, Ben Chilwell and Luke Shaw. Yeah, so we went through that list, didn't we, and we thought we, Trent Alexander-Arnold has to be on the on that list, doesn't he? Well, as a, he, he, for me, he does. Um, I think he has come into form. I mean, look at yesterday, he's doing a good delivery. I mean, a fantastic header by Alisson, but this is mm. a delivery again. I thought he looked dangerous all game against Albion. Yeah. I think he was just, he had a, did he have a, I think he had a good chance to score, maybe one or two chances. And I do think he's a threat. Um, I don't understand why Southgate's lost trust in him as, as quick as he has done when he's gave other players numerous chances. It's just a mystery to them. I, I really am flabbergasted that there's some strong sources that we spoke about in the around England setup. I think he might not go, but and that just yeah, you know, that, that would be incredible if he does. I yeah. really do. I think it, as well that there's a 26 man squad. You would expect him to sort of be there, but um, you know, because again, he has he has England experience. Um, and yeah, he's just a quality, quality right back. I still think he's probably one of the better right backs in England and deserves a, a sort of starting spot, doesn't he? 
I think the, the reason why people question his defence, is he stronger than that Sabrice James or Kyle Walker defended? No, he isn't. But you can't judge Liverpool fullbacks with the way that Klopp plays. <clears throat> defender, you yeah, can't that... do it because it, they, they're so high up. It, it's, I think it's a bit really. I think it's a bit harsh judging yeah. when he's, he's deeper with England. Maybe I know that's fewer games, and you know, but I think that's very harsh to judge fullbacks for Liverpool the way how high they are under Jurgen Klopp and the way that they play. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say, do you think that's a reason because of the way Klopp plays with that high line? We don't necessarily see the defensive work, yeah. do you? Yeah. It's like Robertson yeah. on the left-hand side. He's just he, he's pretty much just a left-winger, isn't he? Like Trent is a right-winger for him. So it's yeah. very hard for them to do that defensive duty, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. One, one that I will throw my hat in for right-back, and this is one that I haven't spoke to you about again. He has no experience with England but someone that gets a kind of a mention every now and again is Man United's right back Aaron Wambasaka. Wambasaka. So you know again I do think he's good going forward but no one I think he's he's okay going forward but I just do think he's really suspect defending. Mm. When someone's running at him I think he can be quite clumsy. I mean Man United fans might might sound chatting nonsense, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I in the in the very in the very minimal time times this season I have, to be fair. So it's tongue in cheek in my knowledge on him. I think he's suspect to to, to a tricky winger. Mm. I don't I don't think he'll go, but I do I do I do kind of look at some Man United fans when they say like he should be in the in the squad at least for like friendlies and things like that because I, th- I think he's a good one-on-one defender. Um, he, he very rarely gets dribbled past, um, which is which is a good attribute to have as a defender. But he, uh, I suppose, going forward, he's not as deadly as even you know. I think England have to utilise those sort of wing backs, don't they? Well, that's a good difference of opinion in episode one. I've said he's suspect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's a bit, I think he's a good one-on-one defender. I think if you look, if you watch some of his stuff, I think he is he's pretty decent. But like I said, like um, you know, I've I've probably watched him maybe a bit more. Yeah, than, that's than you, take, you might have uh, this season anyway. But um, okay, so moving moving on then, because we we did talk about sort of uh, Reese James as well. You mentioned Reese James a little bit earlier, and uh, but Reese James hasn't made your or our sort of list mm-hmm. to go. Uh, so, why do you think that he shouldn't go? I just think his key interest is a, a better option for me. Again, you can't forget his form at the World Cup. Yes, you know how many years ago now was it? Four, four, three, four years ago mm. now. Um, but he has had got six for Atletico Madrid this season. Yeah, and such a defensive team that's impressive. Whether it's the set pieces, I don't know. I haven't delved too much into how he got the assists, but. I've seen that he's got six assists. He's, again, his set pieces could be vital when, when we're playing the better teams that that that, that will have more the ball in England than we do. We, you know, we are dangerous from set pieces of England are. Um, and that's why I think Reese James is a very good, you know, a good option to have. I just think he's unfortunate that he's got Alexander Arnold and Kyle Walker, but I do think that he will be one of the future picks for England because 
Trippier and, and Walker in their thirties, respectively, aren't they? So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, also a guy who's been featured in defence a lot, um, Eric Dyer, doesn't make our list either because we're not Eric Dyer fans. <laughs> um, are Spurs Eric Dyer fans? I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> the comments, no? Yeah, yeah. Comment below. Are you are you an Eric Dyer fan? <laughs> yeah, probably. I think the thing with Eric Dyer is I'd always love him for his, his bottle scoring that penalty against Colombia with the Titanic music. You know. That would be <laughs> yeah. But I think also I think. He was. He did get some real good form, and he was. He played well for England under Roy Hodgson, but for some reason under Southgate, he just hasn't replicated that form. And mm. is it the way that England play? I don't know. Is, is it because he's got lost in not finding a position? Some managers want him as a CDF. Some managers want him as a, a centre back of a three, centre back of a two. I think it's just been a bit unfortunate. But I mean, you 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 know, we, we've got. Tyro Mings on this list, and he's Eric. You know, I know that one's right for him, one's left, or you know, I'm just guessing at that. But who's better than is Eric Dyer better than Mings? No, but is Mings better than Dyer? No, either. So, in my opinion, I just think he's. I just think he's been kind of in the wilderness again, hasn't he? And then he yeah. forced his way back into the team. Didn't he? And then I'm not sure if he's played the last few games for Tottenham. I don't think yeah. he has. Yeah, he did feature in the last couple of games. Yeah. Um, no, I just think he's just got a bit lost under, under in in where he's playing, I think, and he's dropped out of the pecking order. Yeah. But Southgate still picks him, doesn't he? Well, that's it. It's it's kind of a, a it, Southgate kind of has his favourites, and I understand why he has those favourites because he he kind of I suppose it's hard for him. He wants he's almost like a manager who wants a consistent team rather than picking people that are in form, isn't it? Um because he doesn't get to work with these players very often, I suppose. So that might be the way Southgate's looking at it. Yeah, I think I think I agree. I think I think going slightly off subject, I think that's what frustrates me when the old, you know, the old pub argument people say, "Oh, you, you've got to pick him on form." Mm. Just because someone's on form doesn't mean they've got international quality or suit international football. No, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And it, and I find it difficult because that Spain, when Spain dominated for them. You know, three or four tournaments. It was the same. It was the same squad every time, wasn't it? Bar yeah. injuries. Yeah. No. Just because the world was poor doesn't mean that they didn't go. And I think so. England as a nation is so just obsessed with form, and I just never understand it. Mm. No, you're right, and I think that's the way Southgate's going about things. He's going about it a bit differently, isn't it? And it does frustrate yeah. a few people because obviously we 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 as Villa fans, we you know we're a bit biased to Jack Grealish, aren't we? And uh, I think everybody wants Grealish on that list. And, um, you know, we've been saying he needs to be in that England squad for however long now. But he didn't want to really kind of put Jack in the side. Jack kind of forced his hand in the end with yeah. the performances he was putting in. So let's talk about the left side of the, the defence then. So we, we've talked about Mings, Chilwell and Shaw. Um, again, I suppose you left back, who's, who's starting out of Chilwell and Shaw for you? Depends who you're playing. I can't, I can't, again, if you're playing France, it's got to be sure. If you're playing Czech Republic, it's got to be Chilwell. That's my attitude towards them too. I just cannot separate them. Yeah. Bill and Ben, the flower bottom in. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I think they're both quality uh, left backs. I think that's the thing on the left hand side. There's there's not much to really talk about there, is there? Because yeah. you haven't really yeah. got much choice for one. And they're two, they're both two great players anyway, aren't they? Yeah, um, they're their own right. They're in their own right. I think it, it, I think everyone's content with the with the I think everyone's in the same boat of you, you, you play your left back on who you play your opposition is in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Um Tyrone Mings then a quick note on Tyrone Mings. Why do you want Tyrone Mings in there? Why do you think Tyrone Mings will be picked? It, as I mentioned to you before, I, I, you know, I, I do like Tyrone Mings, but I think he's in there because he's left footed and a lack of options. If, you, if I'm being brutal, I, I'm not, I think he's a fantastic defender. I do, but I don't think he stands out from Conor Cody, Esri Conza. And uh, Holgate from from Everton. I know he has a few, you know, he has a few bad moments, but Godfrey from Everton as well. Yeah, I think there's a group of them that that are good, solid defenders, but they're not a Maguire or Stones in level for me. And and that's that's a worry. That is a massive. I really hope to God that Maguire's fit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For all the stick Maguire gets, he is he he is quality, isn't he? You can't you can't deny that he is decent. Yeah. Look at look at the. uh, the mass hysteria as Bruce used, you know, Steve Bruce was looked to say about conceding four against Liverpool. And since so many comments about the boy was missed. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. So let's move on to the midfielders then. Um, we've already talked about Jack Grealish, Jack Grealish makes our list, but we've also got on there Phil Foden. Mason Mount, Declan Rice, Jordan Henderson, and Calvin Phillips. Now, Calvin Phillips, we said at the start of the sort of episode that was a bit of a, a topic for us because we think he'll be on in the squad, but we don't necessarily think we want him to go. Going to get crucified by Leeds fans. <laughs> Leeds, yeah, Leeds fans are going to hate us for this one. Absolutely hate us. But I know it's not necessarily that we don't want him to go. I just don't think he starts in in our England eleven, does he? And I don't think we have that much depth in that position anyway, do we? We have Declan Rice, who I think is a pretty. And look, look at the season Declan Rice has had. I know Leeds have had an absolutely fantastic season, but look how good West Ham have been. Um, yeah. If Declan Rice is fit as well, because he's just coming back from an injury as well, hasn't he? So if he's fit, he goes, doesn't he? Uh, definitely. Yeah. I think my issue with Calvin Phillips one is I think Bielsa gets the best out of him and he suits the way that Leeds play. And I just don't think England will, will get the best out of him. Got nothing against him. Mm. I, got, I think he's a fantastic player, very tidy player. He's got everything in the locker. But do you think the way that England play in the middle of the park will really, you know, will really get the best out of him? And then it, again, going off subject. Gerard Lampard, Scholes, we never, England have never got the best out of centre midfielders. And that is my worry. I know it's a different system, different manager. I'm not comparing the players. I'm just saying, with the way that England play, do you think Calvin Phillips have a brilliant tournament? With the way that Southgate plays, I'm not so sure. We do keep the ball, but it's a different type of keeping the ball to the way that the intensity that beats play. Yeah. I don't think I don't think he'll start anyway. I think it'll go there. Yeah, definitely. I think he definitely would play Declan Rice over Calvin Phillips. Oh yeah, I, I, it's a both. Yeah, I think you're too old as a Robinson. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Got to give, a, I suppose, an honourable mention to Phil Foden because oh, yeah. what, a, what a player. I mean, absolutely unbelievable player. Great season, you know, winning stuff with Man City, Champions League final coming up. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, again, it's the same. Him and Mason Mount, I don't see how you cannot start them, but you're going to upset a big player. You're going to upset a big board. Yeah, and talking about yeah, saying a big player, you're probably looking at your Rashford, Sterling's. Just took it out of my mouth. He took them two names out of my mouth. Yeah, because there's a there's a there's almost a, a little bit of a battle there, isn't there, with like Grealish, Foden, Rashford. They're all kind of you know Foden for City plays on that left hand side, but for England he started to he starts on the right more often than not, doesn't he? So there's a there's a little bit of a, a thing there where he, you know, you can't deny Marcus Rashford is a brilliant player as well, and even Sterling brilliant players but for me even if it was a fight for Grealish and Foden at that point at this current moment in time I'd play Foden over Grealish yeah simply because you know Foden as I said I don't want to be contradicted of, of my point earlier about the form but Grealish has been injured it's not even about form for me. I, don't, I don't think Grealish will play that much this much no. not much of that's a separate conversation I think Phil Foden has to start for England However, going back onto that point again, and I do think he gets a lot of stick, and I don't understand why. Maybe I see it different. It is Raheem Sterling always looks dangerous in the English shirt. Um, again, tournament experience. Are you going to throw Phil Foden in? I know, I know he won't be in a rabbit in the headlocks, but are you going to upset the system? Because if we just touch on the cane when England went to, to was it Madrid and uh, beat Spain 3 well, 3 0 up at half time against Spain. Um, and it was Kane, the Kane, Rashford and Sterling show on the break, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I just, I to, it's difficult. I think that, that that is difficult, but yeah. I Yeah, I think this is where the problems are going to come for Gareth Southgate. It's definitely the top half of, mid, of the, the, the attackers, isn't it? Because we have such... This is the first sort of tournament I think we're going in where we have loads of talent, but it's just... How does he play it so that he can get the best out of them all? Um, because um, Mount has been unreal again. Mount has yeah. to start. Yeah. If you say Rice and Henderson pick themselves, Phillips would have something to say about that. So would Lee's fan. Fine, he would come in for one of them. So we've, we've, we've touched on keepers are picking themselves, defenders are picking themselves. The midfield picks itself, but except question mark, Foden, Grealish in the wide areas. I know they're in our midfield, but you, you could argue they're forwards. Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting that first eleven, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I do think it's going to it's going to definitely put heads of opinions, isn't it, with um, with all these players? Because if we move on to the forwards, then we've got yeah. we've got uh, a, you wanted to mention someone that. Probably no one would think would be going. Well, maybe a lot of people would want him to go. Um, but you've talked about Mason Greenwood to me, and yeah. uh, you've put him in our list along with Calvert Lewin Kane. So um, Sterling and Rashford, obviously, as we've just uh, already mentioned. So Mason Greenwood, you think he's going? You think he should go? Yeah, I do. I do. I think he's shown enough in, in, in the last six to eight games for Man United. Yeah, I think I agree with what Neville said. I think he's, he's one of the, I think he's finishing his outstanding for his age. I do. Um, if you look at how pre- I, 
I, I love Dominic Hamilton. I think he's a very good player. Something different for England. However, I don't think he finishes as much as he should. I still think he's put again that comes with age. I know he's very young still and raw. But Greenwood, I just think when he's he's got that like. I don't know, he's just got that, like, you know, Van Nistelrooy, I know, I'm not comparing mm. that kind of, when he's in the box, you're in he just, trouble. You, yeah, he just knows where the goal is, doesn't he? Yeah, so I didn't watch the, the Villa Man U game, um, but he scored, he scored against Villa in there, and, and I think that apparently that's quite a good well, taken goal, and, mm. you know, if he just, just when he's in that box and he gets his opportunity, he takes it. I'd love to know his, his conversion rate. I really would from yeah. chances to, to goals. Yeah, I, I imagine it's pretty decent. Um, he's always he's always a threat as well. Uh, he kind of goes under the radar at Man United a little bit, although Man United fans love him, don't they? Um, but I do feel like he goes a little bit under the radar because it's kind of like you've got Marcus Rashford, you've got Bruno Fernandez, obviously, and and Cavani and players like that there. So I I think he's a is a great player, and I do think he should should make the squad, especially the form he's been in recently. Um he scored he scored in the, the previous game as well, didn't he? So yeah. he is um he has been in, in hot form and I do feel like he would he would make the list, especially now it's a twenty six man twenty six man squad. Well England have got have got a problem on the right, haven't they? I know if people can play there, Foley can play there. But and, and I know Jordan Sancho, we're gonna get questions about him, but I just think Greenwood will, can play on the right and be just as prolific, and uh, so it's a good option to have when if you're chasing a game or, yeah, or uh, you know, you, you want to throw him in and start him. Absolutely. And you just mentioned Jaden Sancho there. So we had a, because we, so kind of rounding it, rounding it off, 23 man squad we've kind of picked there. We've left three out and we've chosen sort of the three sort of spare squad yeah. members that we'd want each. Um, uh, that so, yeah, so I think that is it the rule that they won't make the match day squad or whatever they can. Uh, it's still 23 players to my understanding yeah. of a match day, and three left out. So, yeah, so yeah. we we kind of picked three players that we think would be on our lists to go, but probably won't be in the squads. Um, so I'll say mine first because mine obviously featured Jaden Sancho because um, he's obviously been sort of in form again for Borussia Dortmund as well as Jude Bellingham. Now, Jude Bellingham, obviously very young, um, not as experienced as sort of most uh, of our midfield there. He's played, a, he's played a couple of games for England. He looks very comfortable on the ball. And uh, I think he's, a, he's a, a bit of a wild card to throw in there, even if they're just taking for tournament experience, he might just be that sort of player um, that they'd want in there. And um, also, I'll put Jesse Lingard on my list because I love Jesse Lingard. I think he's a great player. Um, scoring goals for West Ham. Look at look at West Ham with Jesse Lingard in that team. It's just been he's definitely been the one. He picks a ball from midfield and just drags them up the pitch. Um, scores goals. I mean, he he, he scored. Um, he had the uh, goal of the month in these. So basically, picked the yeah. ball up in his own half, ran all the way to the end, and scored. And uh, you know, he's just a great player. He has tournament experience as well. He knows the England setup. He's been in the England setup before. So, I don't think it's too much of a wild card for Lingard to actually be in this 
um, squad. What do you think? No, I, I, I only worry with Lingard that we still got we've got too many players that can play in that position. That, that are too like Foden, Grealish, Rashford, Sterling. I just think they're still better than him in that position. Uh, again, I just feel I do feel for him. I just think right player, wrong time. I know that sounds ridiculous. Where mm. I'm just going to go slightly off subject. Jude Bellingham is still raw, but his physique and his ball carry. No, we haven't got that, the athleticism yeah. that we've been crying for. So, right player. So, I, I do think he'll feature more than you think because of what he had, even though his age is raw. Whereas if we had other players that were in their mid-20s that had the attributes Bellingham had, I don't think he would be taken right now. I still think he's very young, but we haven't got any, we haven't got that luxury. Yeah. So, that's why he's going. Whereas, so I think Lingard's just been a bit, I, I am being harsh and he doesn't make mine, but that's just that's just horses courses, isn't it? It is. I, it again, is. there's no re- I can't. If you said to me, it's just it's one of them where I've gone with a different approach, and that's why. And it's so you can see why. You know, it's just the hardest job in the world. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't want to be Gareth Southgate, put it that way. Yeah. But um, okay. So you mentioned your three. Let's go with your three then. Name your players. Yeah, and... yeah Jude, Jude Belling. I agree. We've got touched on that again. I'd yeah. Just quick, quickly, just summarise. You know, I know he's very raw, but I just think he's, he's got something that we haven't got in the midfield, which is, uh, you know, as you say, he can play the defensive role, he can play the, you know, the attacking role. I think he's got a great ball carrier, as you said, his physique is just unbelievable, his strength, you know, and we haven't got that athleticism in the midfield. I think Rice and Henderson are very, if, the, if people are running at him with the ball, they're very, very clumsy and have to give away free kicks and stuff. Um, Whereas I think if you keep Jude will will cope better, but again very raw. So who knows how much he'll feature? And another player that I think goes under the radar massively, only because I think he'll suit how England make approach the tournament is uh, James Ward-Prowse. For example, you know for Southampton this season, eight goals, seven assists. It's pretty impressive. It really is. Um, again, chasing the game. Deep into the tournament, we, we, we are, we've got good set-piece takers, but it's just another option for me just to bang on. When you, I don't think I'll start him, but I'm just saying 20 minutes to go, take a defender off, bang him on, let, let's see what he can do. He could you know, smash in a free kick, couldn't he? He's so dangerous and you're bound to win free kicks when England are playing because of the you know, the forwards that we have. You know, the trickery and Foden, Grealish, Greenwood, Rashford, Sterling, Kane. You know, it's bound to get some set-piece joy. And again, not forgetting how many goals we scored from set pieces in that World Cup. So, Ward Prowse would be not to start for England, but an option when you're trying to, you know, use Plan B and C. I think that's a great shout. To be fair, I didn't, I didn't think of the fact that you know Grealish is the most foul player. Um, yeah. You know, so definitely yeah. one to win free kicks. You know. Harry Kane's really good at winning a free kick, isn't he? Against um, yeah. against his defenders as well. He's been a bit he's been a bit um, opinionated on that sometimes because people say he buys them too too aggressively or whatever. But um, yeah, he's always winning free kicks. So uh, yeah, I didn't think of James Ward-Prowse to be honest. Um, but you make a really great point there of of the fact that England could win a lot of free kicks, and again, could ultimately come down to that, couldn't it? So. Yeah, of course, because it's a long tournament, isn't it? You don't play well every game. No, no, no. And then your your final player. 
it's Danny fan Ings. Five, yeah. Fan favourite, yeah. I think, Danny Ings. I think everyone yeah. knows Danny Ings. I think, again, this season, 12 goals, four assists. Season before, um, he, he had an outstanding... I think, how many goals did he get? He got to lot. How many was it? Like 20, 20 goals? Something ridiculous. Or... Yeah, something like that. He's had a good few seasons, hasn't he? I mean, you can't argue with Danny. I know he has his, his hard injury problems, but he, he just has niggles for Southampton. I know he's been at this season for a, you know, a, um, a short period, but I just think he offers something different. I think he's yeah. so, so good at that snapshot in the box, isn't he? That, that small little... You know, less not even like a, he doesn't pull his leg back and just like a, a shotgun bang. Yeah, and then the, the run in between defenders is so clever. Yeah, yeah, he scored twenty two goals last season. Twenty-two. Yeah, so and twelve. We've got twelve this season, as which is I think it's because due to the, the uh, le- less games maybe for the injuries, he's, he's had little niggly injuries. Yeah, absolutely. But I do think Danny Ings is quality, absolutely quality. I remember watching uh, Southampton versus Villa, and he pretty much destroyed us. Um, and uh, yeah, he's just got he's just quality. He, he looks clever on the ball. And I like clever yeah. players. I like people that you know want to play in the space, and I think he's very good at finding that um, and being in those little spaces that most strikers don't find themselves, or being being in the right place at the right time. I suppose yeah. is is what I'm trying to say for Danny Ings. But he's yeah, he's quite absolutely quality um, at getting those little those little shots that you don't think uh, anyone would be around for. He's always sort of popping up with them, isn't he? So so yeah. Okay, well. I think that concludes our 26-man squad. Any more, any more that you want to talk about that you think should be there? Or that will I think be... it's honourable mentions for Patrick Bamford and, and Nolly Watkins up front as well. But again, I just they both had fantastic seasons. I just and they can count themselves unlucky if they don't go. Yeah. Um, but I just think the problem with the strikers, my worry is it's pointless going. It's pointless. I don't, not pointless going, but. We'll get back. I just feel like we rely on Kane so much and infuriates me when he's absolutely knackered that we just, we just didn't, I still think Southampton didn't take him off early enough sometimes when he's, you know, I just hope this tournament, if we're 2-0 up or and it's just a game's done, just get him off the next game. He's one that, you know, a good, good, you know, good bunch of minutes and experience and a chance. I just think we rely on Kane way too much and, I don't want to touch on it this, this episode too much, but it just goes, comes so deep in Fury 8's move with the capital at the end of it. I mean, yeah. just in Fury 8's how deep he comes, but maybe everyone's, maybe Southgate sees something that I don't, but I, I just think with them attackers you've got around him, why do you need to come so deep? I think that really does cost us goals, him goals yeah. as well. He does it a lot for Tottenham, doesn't he? He does, he does drop a little bit deeper and collect the ball, and he tries to lay it off and then make a bit of a run. Or but with that, you know, he's he's kind of got similar players, I suppose, because Son and and Bale are pretty quick, aren't they? So he's got those to he's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I just think he's, he's, he's not pace, he's not pace, you know, is he? That's no. the thing. he's got in the box, he's wasted half of his energy. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think he's better off just staying up, isn't he? And just trying to win the headers or win the free kicks and, you know, get on the end of a free kick, you know, because he's yeah. a great header of the ball, isn't he? I mean, he, he, he's probably, he's definitely England's, England's best striker, isn't he? Because he can score a goal from absolutely anywhere, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree in terms of 
if you are a striker like Ollie Watkins or Patrick Bamford. I think Patrick Bamford's been incredibly unlucky, to be fair. Um, I think he's he is, again, quality, but is that the way Leeds play that makes him like that? Um, I, I don't know. Would, would an England setup suit him uh, in that sort of sense? But uh, I do think Patrick Bamford's got a real good eye for goal and he always makes the runs to the front post just to have those little tap-ins and things like that, which, again, go underrated, don't they? Making that run. I like you know, Obviously, we're Villa fans. We watch Ollie Watkins a lot. Ollie makes those runs, but probably halfway, you know, nowhere near as much as Patrick Bamford does. Um, no. So, yeah, uh, I do think that, you know, Patrick Bamford won't go, but... Definitely does, like you said, deserve a, an honourable mention. Yeah, I've got nothing else to say. Really, I'm just making sure yeah. I've touched on everything. I think, I think, yeah, I think that I think we've touched on everything. Yeah, cool. Thanks for listening to this episode. Please subscribe to the channel. You can head over to our socials: Top Sports Podcast on Instagram, Top Sport Podcast on Twitter. Thank you.